0: Hello and welcome back to the Sitting on My Bed podcast, my name is simple Klein. Um, this week was kind of interesting, like it's kind of building up to a lot of things coming to fruition in one way or another. You know, I mentioned last week that um, I received an offer to be someone's roommate, that I uh, started this kind of babysitting gig, um, and this week just continued with that trend of, um, throwing things in the air and waiting to see where they land, which is kind of irritating because you can't deal with a problem until it presents itself. So having so many balls in the air and waiting to see where they land to then take care of is just nagging at me. Like it's, I, I wish I could handle them, but I can't handle them until they happen. So first things first, uh for the past two weeks I had been working in the resource room in the nearby elementary school. Um, which is kind of just like a place where kids can go, um, to get extra like tutoring help during school. Um, I had been filling in for someone. Um and this was like this week was the end of the two weeks. Um so I had o I was working with one seventh grader and two sixth graders. Now there are other seventh grade groups who I had worked with before um, and, like, you know, they like to hang out with me, whatever. First off, they discovered, like, risque jokes, which they see me as, like, a younger staff member, and someone who's, like, a little, you know, cooler, so to speak, um, so they say it to me, but, A, they're kind of old jokes, like, I've heard them before, I was in seventh grade, too, but I can't laugh at them in front of other staff members, because then it's, like, encouraging that kind of behavior, and I don't want to discourage it, you know, I think they should, A, be allowed to be seventh graders and B if they're trying to like impress an older like a like a faculty member, it may as well be me, someone who's not gonna react as poorly. But at the same time, like I can't do it in front of other staff members. So that's kinda like something I had to like explain to them. Like, I don't mind if you tell me dirty jokes but not in front of like other teachers. Um and then like the shows iCarly and Big Time Russia recently added to Netflix So, they're discovering for the first time and, like, quoting it and talking about it. And, like, one of them asked me if I knew what show that was. And I just, like, changed the topic because, you know, we're not supposed to talk about TV shows in school. But also, like, I'm so deeply invested. Like, this is a big part of my childhood. Time Rush premiered when I was 9 and ended when I was 12. Like, I was right around that age when it premiered. So, of course, I know it. But, like, I just don't feel like talking about it. And I don't want them to think that, like, I'm watching it now. Because... I don't really get, like, this is a kid's show. Like, I moved on. Like, whatever. But anyway, so my last day, Thursday, um, one of the other teachers was, like, busy when the period started. She was on the phone or something, whatever. So she works with two kids. One of them came to me for help with his math homework. And the other one came because the first one came. Like, he wasn't really interested in working. And I was telling, them, like, I was trying to tell them both that they should go back to their teacher uh, and helping the kid I was supposed to help who didn't really need help. He was studying. He was he came for vocab um, work, but he he knew all the words. I was just retesting him once. Um, but they get a handle on three kids, one of whom didn't really need help, one of whom needed help, but it wasn't supposed to come in for me. And one of whom didn't want to work at all was kind of hard to do, especially in a small room with other groups. They were being kind of loud and disruptive, which one of the other teachers surely let me know. And I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, I'm telling them to go away. They're not. I'm not going to beat them out with a broom handle like what do you want me to do. And besides, their teacher wasn't ready for them. Like, what do you want me to do? So I was helping the kid who needed my help as best I can, while also trying to tell him to go to where he wants to. Like, I he's a good kid. And I wanted to give him help. How do you tell a kid, no, I'm not going to help you? Like, how do you turn him away like that? Um... So was helping him, but then the kid who wasn't interested in helping he was just disturbing. So like, you really gotta go. And he goes, why do I have to go if he doesn't? I'm like, because he's working. He goes, oh, I'll do the vocab also that you're doing with the kid who I was supposed to be working with. He's like, oh, I need help for the vocab also. I'm like, but I wasn't trying to test you, so you saying the answers when I'm trying to test him doesn't help. Like, it was just a lot of miscommunication and trying to pick your battles. So then the teacher who wasn't ready, she's like, you know, they can't really just like go wherever they want. Like, they're supposed to go to their assigned group. I was like, yeah, I know, but like they came to me, and I wasn't trying to, like, steal your kids, but, like, at the same time, like, I wasn't gonna, I tried sending them away, but they said you were busy, and she goes, no, I wasn't, but, like, they really can't, like, pick, I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure, like, just, like, cause, like I said, picking your battles, like, I wasn't going to, like, argue with her, like, they said you were busy, and they came to me, like, I wasn't going to try to do that, because it just wasn't worth fighting, it was my last day, anyway, like, I wasn't really interested, um, now that the two weeks are over, I don't know, if they're going to need me every day. Like, they mentioned, like, after two weeks, we're restructuring schedules anyway, so we're probably going to need you. I should really text the principal. I'll probably do it tomorrow Um as to whether or not she needs me. Um, Which, if she does, great. If she doesn't, then, oh, well, like, it's not the biggest deal in the world. Um, But that's, you know, it's fine. It's not the biggest deal. As for the whole babysitting incident, I mentioned last week that there was a um, mother who contacted me, you know, wasn't, I couldn't really comprehend what she was asking of me, um, so I'd gone, I went again t- twice this past week, and both times, I just, like, played games with her, with her two younger kids, and read them a book, and then tried to get them in bed, or when it, once it was bedtime, like, I then left, like, it was really, I, I really couldn't get a grip on what exactly she was asking me to do, especially because when I came, there was already a babysitter and a cleaning lady. Like, people who were already fulfilling the jobs, and both parents were home the entire time. So, I ended up calling the parent who recommended me in the first place. And I was like, do you know exactly what they're looking for? And she goes, so these type of people like to hire people, you know, A, to really do, like, any menial job around the house, and B, to try to engage with their kids, you know, do more strategy-type games, keep them off the screens, you know, playing chess, Moncala, shitigo, you know, keep them busy. And I'm like, I didn't say this, I'm like, you mean the parent's job? Like, they're both home the entire... Like, I don't know if they're working, which I don't think they are, especially at 7.30 p.m. But she's like, yeah, they're just, like, to, like, hire people, like, throw money uh, around. I'm like, okay, she's like, if you Like, you shouldn't feel like you're stepping on someone else's toes or, like, getting paid for nothing. Um, Like, just by being there. Like, if you feel like you're not doing anything, just ask your mother what she would like you to do for that time. I was like, okay, like, whatever. Uh, and I had committed to the next week. So this coming week... I would committed to coming every day. First, she texted me, um, so, you know, I'll pay you... She she had mentioned she didn't pay me every five hours, which didn't really... Like, on the fifth hour, which didn't really make sense. But then she said something about $50. I'm like, is that $50 a day or $50 an hour? Because neither of those is the price I gave you originally. When she had asked, I assumed she was talking about babysitting, and she told me who had recommended her, and for the lady who recommended her... I had babysat a couple times, and some of them was through the night for multiple days in a row. So, when it was, like, through the night, multiple days in a row, or even just through the night regularly, I just charged her 50 for the day. When it wasn't, it was, I think I charged her 15 an hour. Um, but, like, this lady was a little more wealthy, so I charged her 20 an hour. Uh, Maybe I did 20 an hour for the original lady. Uh, never mind, it doesn't matter. So, I told her, you know, 20 an hour or 50 for the day, if it's, like, for, like, a whole week. So she said 50. I'm like, is that 50 an hour, 50 a day? Like, I only said 50 a day when it was every day for a week. And I definitely didn't say 50 an hour. Like, I, I just wasn't sure what she was asking for. And she said, no, like, that's the price. She told me, if, like, 50. Like, I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Like, if you want to overpay me, like, I didn't plan on, I don't plan on this becoming like a regular gig. Like, I'm just going to do this week, and then, you know, call it quits. It's not work I'm interested in, just playing games with your kids for an hour a night. Like, is it easy work? Sure. I felt awkward, though, and, like, it just wasn't a comfortable fit. Like, I'm not going to put myself through that. Like, thank God, this is not my... I'm not 16 where this is, like, my only source of income. So, I just really, like, wasn't interested. But then she texted me, oh, sorry, I have to cancel for next week. I was like, oh, okay, like, whatever. Uh, You know, these hours I worked so far, like, this is... Like about you owe me. And she goes, Okay, and these hours I want you to come next week. I'm like, Didn't you just like ten minutes ago cancel on me for next week? And she goes, No, no, no. I'm canceling canceling on you babysitting sleeping through the night. I still want you to come these hours. I was like, Oh, okay. And she's like, Yeah, and maybe sleeping through the night if this person cancels or whatever. I'm just like, Okay, lady. Like clearly you have certain things up in the air and you just want people like on call which, like, like I said, for this week, like, you know what, fine, whatever, like, after this week, I'm so done with that, like, I do not plan, plan, I do not plan on continuing this or pursuing this any further, like, I'm so not interested in that kind of thing, like, it's just a weird vibe, and I tend to trust my gut on these kinds of things, like, I'm very much an overthinker, and an overplanner, and, like, looking into everything partially because, like, probably like anxiety or OCD or like trauma, but like, I don't like leaving things to chance, and I tend to trust my instincts, even if I think I'm being extra about something. Like, I still try to get to the bottom of something to make sure I'm not missing something. But, and this is just giving me bad vibes. This is not something I'm gonna be pursuing. In other news, um, firstly. There, I was looking at a picture in the calendar. I have the calendar for, it was just like a regular calendar, but it has pictures from the elementary school that I work in. Like, they give it out to all their staff members. Um, And I was looking at a a class where a lot of the kids in the class were campers of mine in summer camp. And I was talking to my brother, who, by the way, had four friends sleep over this weekend, which is insane. Anyway, um, we were talking, and I was like, oh, I know this kid and that kid and that kid. Like, whatever, they were all my camper." And I got to one kid and I'm like, why can't I remember his last name? like, I subbed his, I see him all the time. He was my camper. I subbed his class three weeks ago. I literally saw him on Thursday. I was like, why can't I remember his last name? Like, it was killing me. So I texted two of my friends who had worked in camp. And then neither of them, like, could remember his last name either. And then I was like, oh, maybe as a tip, like, camper's tip. So they either do it through cash or through check. Um, It's like if he gave me a check and if I deposit it through my phone, then that means that I'd have the picture on my bank statements. I went through my bank statements for that month. And either he didn't tip or he tipped by cash or I deposited it into an ATM and not through my phone because I couldn't find a check with his name on it. I was like, damn, what do I do now? But then I remembered that they have a weekly newsletter. And as a weekly newsletter, you're supposed to include sports highlights from your league games that week. And you're supposed to try to get every kid at least once. So I went through the chat with the like newsletter editor, I guess. Um, and I searched, I like chat searched the kid's name. And two results came up. One, where I asked him if he remembered his last name. Because he was one of the friends, I asked, And two, where I included him as a sport highlight for the only time the entire summer. Because he barely played any of the league games. And I was just like, oh my god. This is, it was so, like, cathartic and just, like, amazing that I could find this kid. Like, literally, like, two hours of trying to remember this kid's name. And I and I was, like, 90% sure I knew which letter it started with. But I wasn't sure it was confirmation about it. So I was thinking of a different kid. Like, I knew which name was wrong. I knew it wasn't that name. But I was, like, maybe I'm just thinking it starts with that letter. Because the wrong name also starts with that letter. And that's why I'm thinking of the wrong name. It did end up starting with the same letter. But it was just, like... Oh my god, I finally, finally, like, just, like, clear my mind. Um, With some of the 8th graders, I've actually been thinking about, like, the graduation for the elementary school, middle school, whatever. Um, And I was wondering, like, if I should go. Like, A, I don't know if faculty really goes. But B, like, these kids were all my student and or camp, well, mostly, were all my student and or camper at one point or another. Um, So, like, it would be nice to go, like, see some of my favorites, be like, oh, have a good summer year, rest of your life, whatever, if I never see you again. Like I don't know, and like, you know, like I said, I'm very much an over planner, so like what if something happens and they need someone to make a speech last minute and then I swoop in like totally uh unexpected. Like of course I have a speech ready, just like off the top of my head, because I tend to overthink things like that. Like it was I don't know, like it'd be nice to go. And also like it'd just be funny if that ended up happening. not funny, it'd be like super cool. But it'd just be like interesting if that ended up happening. Um, it would just be like, like the, like a, like a literally like movie moment. Now, what I'm about to say might get misconstrued. So if what I say doesn't come across the way I mean it to, I do apologize in advance, but i will try. I'm going to try to be as succinct and clear in my meaning as possible. Thankfully, um, George Floyd was able to receive justice for his murder this week. Derek Chauvin was um, found guilty on all three counts. And hopefully, you know, we'll hear when he actually gets sentenced, he will face punishment for his horrific crimes. Now, literally within like 24 hours, there was another shooting of an unarmed black person. And this is sadly not news in America. There have been shootings upon shootings within the last two months. There was a FedEx center. There was, uh... What was it, like, another school? It was... I don't think it was a school, but Like... I try not to comment on these things. A, because I see this more as a very, like, personal, um, kind of thing, where I just talk about, like, my life experiences and think that I haven't been involved, but to completely deny them would be forget about like journaling it would be self-centered and narcissistic and completely ignorant of the world around me to completely ignore the grave injustices that are being done would be a disservice but i also understand that i am not an expert i do nine times out of ten i don't have all the facts and i don't know if I don't think I'm the right person to speak on that. Like, if we look at the Asian American hate that's been going on, or the or the um, crimes against Black people, or any of the racist instances that are going on, I am not part of those communities. I am not Black. I'm not Asian American. Nine times out of I, I don't know if Jewish really counts as a separate ethnicity from white, because I mean like we're an ethnic group we're also a religious group you can have black jews like if i took a 23 me test it would come up as ashkenazi like i am ethnically jewish and you know the nazis were going for jews like there are there are you know KK, like the kkk doesn't like jewish people either but like i can pass as white like for all intents and purposes i am white so I don't think I'm the right person to be speaking on this. But I don't also I also don't want it to come across as being ignorant. And therefore, I should probably... Like, if I was being objective about it, I, I would, you know, direct people... You know, if anyone's actually listening. I would direct people towards, you know, Black and Asian American and, you know, other marginalized groups... Who have creators who are speaking on this. Or even aren't speaking on it. Just... Sharing their experiences as a black person or an Asian American person or... Or, 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 or... or. You know, does this medium... Does any medium really need more... You know, cis white guys talking? But... That's the... Existence I've been dealt. I didn't choose to be a cis white guy. The same way no one chooses to be a trans black person. The same way no one chooses to be anything that we're born into. So... Do I just like not talk? Do I not exist and have an experience? There, there was a Netflix movie recently called called Moxie, which was there you know, super derivative and kind of cliche, but at the same time, there was a point made by one of the main characters who was, um, who was a black girl, and in her English class, she goes, "Why are we still reading The Great Gatsby, which is about white people, about rich white people, for white people, written by a rich white person?" And it's just like. Like, why aren't we reading about the hardworking, you know, black women and the hardworking, like, uh, just, like, non-white people who were also around that time? And the movie kind of skirts over the issue and just kind of, like, pats itself on the back for calling it out. But, like, I was thinking about that, and I'm like, those were the people who were given uh, a voice at that time. So... So what should they have done? Should they have continued writing stories about people who were not the only, um, indicators of that time? Or should they have written about experiences that weren't their own? Like, let's say, let's say someone wants to see more black, uh, black characters in comic books. Should the white people writing comic books write black characters? Or should... They gave up the helm to black creators to write black characters. But then, you also have a lack of white creators. Now, obviously, th- the white characters in comic books aren't going to go away anytime soon. But, you also don't want the... I mean, at first glance, you might think that you don't want the medium to be completely controlled by one race as opposed to being completely controlled by another race. It's just further exas- It doesn't further exacerbate the problem, it just... Shifts it, it doesn't progress forward or backwards, but that's also giving a voice to people who have been previously bo- been voices. We've had centuries of only white people, so you know, let's have only black people for a while, or only Asian American people, or just only non white people. I mean, BET exists for a reason, but you know, back then, specifically back then, like let's say in the 1920s, where you know, black creators weren't necessarily given a voice and they weren't necessarily the audience for these books you know, there was still segregation and and racism and Jim Crow laws and, 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 and so many injustices that shouldn't have happened in the first place. But what should, like, F. Scott Fitzgerald have done? Should he have written about experiences that weren't his? Or should he have continued only including rich white people? Like, as a white person, I don't know the answer. I don't know if there is an answer. And to ask a black person, I would... Uh, first of all, I don't think they would be indicative of the entire race. You know, I don't think any one person can speak for the entire Black community or the entire Black experience. But I would want to hear what they think. And now, should we just stop listening to white people because they've had the, the attention? They've had the spotlight for so long. Or should we listen to white people tell Black stories? Like, or should, or should we listen to white people only tell white stories? Like, if you only want people to tell the stories that they experience, if you only want people to report on their experiences, then there's not going to be any racial diversity from any one creator if they can only speak on their experience. But if you do want people to talk about experiences other than their own, then you're risking having a less-than-accurate representation. Like, I don't know the answer. And I also don't think I'm the one who should have the answer. I mean, like, not that I shouldn't have the answer because I should be willfully and and blissfully ignorant. I shouldn't be the one to give up the answer because I'm not the one who has to, like, face this every day of my life. It's not my struggle. It's not my experience. But I still want to know what should be done. So what do I do? Do I ask a black person and make them teach me? Or do I wait for them to tell me on their own, but then go for for however long not knowing? Like, it's such a nuanced concept that seems so, pun intended, black and white, but there's so many different variables that can come into play with what's the right answer, what's the wrong answer, who's the right person to ask, who's the wrong person to ask, who's the right person to ask, who's the wrong person to be, to ask, like who's the wrong person asking. I don't know. I mean, I hate to end the podcast on, on the same sentiment a couple of weeks in a row, but like, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I don't know when I should know the answer or how I should know the answer or when I should ask or who I should ask. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know how to know. And maybe there's another aspect of this that I'm missing. Because I don't know what I don't know. Like. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know if I will ever know. Like, I'm trying to be a good ally. And I know that I can't say that I'm a... Like, I'm not the one who gets to decide if I'm a good ally or not. But... And maybe this is just the white guilt talking. Which, again... Not something I was born as. Like, I... I mean, it was something I was born as. It's not something I chose to be born as. I don't know. I think if I had a bigger following, I would either... gain notoriety for this. You know, like... either as getting cancelled, or as being blunt enough to ask the questions that... you know, other white people are too afraid to ask. I don't know. Also, cancel culture isn't a real thing. No one actually gets cancelled. People try holding them responsible for their actions, and... Ninety percent of the time it doesn't work. They don't get cancelled. You know, every Republican's worst dream. Maybe if you just don't do shitty things and you want to get quote unquote cancelled. And they do it right back. It's it's such malarky malarkey. Uh some good news not some good news. Some more news. Uh did a segment on that this week and it's just like, yeah, no shit. Like it's not a real thing. I uh, I don't know. Alright, that's it for this week. Follow me on Twitter at samander, underscore K, S-A-M-M-A-N-D-E-R, underscore K, uh, or on Instagram at samander, underscore Klein, S-A-M-C-H-A, underscore K-L-E-A-N. I'll see you next week.